turns out you can't teach an old dog new tricks or how to complete a game. Welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cullifoof, and thank you for listening. This is level 84. Joining me this tonight for this awesome show is Corey. Yeah, I'm so pumped. Nate. Yeah, he's so pumped. And the old man, L. Yeah, I'm so old. Constipated. 40. This is 40. Does anybody have any prune juice? He's officially old. Please, honey. Oh, no. Can you do that? Actually, you know what? No, I don't want you to do the entire show Prune-o. in that voice. Oh, no. That would drive me nuts. How was your birthday, Al? It was very swell. Thanks for asking. Oh, good. I ate a lot of food, so that's all I really need in my life. Trying to sound like Saul Rosenberg. It's not very good, though. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Kenny, I love you. Aww. I'm looking at your pretty face, and my birthday week is just fantastic now. You, that's what you told me. <laughs> wait, you guys. Wait, which one were you? Oh, I'm pretty sure someone got some uh, Molly for I his birthday. I can't tell you guys apart. <laughs> Damn it. This always happens. It's, hey, the, uh, it's the blonde hair. It's just young people. We all look alike. Young, Don't white, successful individuals. Casperist. Gosh. Uh, my best birthday wishes were from Carpe Adam on Facebook. <laughs> that one was good. Do you remember what he said? Because I don't. <laughs> uh, I think it said uh, happy birthday, Gway, or something like that. Happy hey. birth, Gway. Birth, Gway, yeah. And then he had the gif of the skeleton on a Segway. What a fantastic, fantastic person you are, Carpe Adam. Way to go. Nah, but really, thank you to everyone who wished me happy birthday, both on TA and in the Discord. I love you all. Even you, Rocker, despite what I might have said. Two, I still hate Chip, though. Two notifications. Yeah, you sent me two on the 29th, so you wouldn't forget. I sent you I see how one on the no. t- the no. uh, 29th one. Because it shows first. up early on TA. I know what you did. Yes. That was real time. Tennessee time? No, your time too. All right. Both time zones, just to make sure. But uh, Kenny knows the way to an L's heart is through wrestling, so he sent me a picture <laughs> of Hulk Hogan, and that was it. He originally sent me a picture of John Cena, and I told him I couldn't see it, so then he sent me Hulk Hogan. Dude, I almost sent you that. Like, legit. I almost sent you that. I'm like, no, that joke is played out. I would never make a John Cena joke like that. And we would never beat a dead horse on this show? Absolutely not. Or not talk about achievements? Hey, achievements, that's a good idea. So, with that, uh, so let's just jump into this. Uh, But before we actually do jump into this, let's hear from our resident Wookiee. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Chewie's Challenge Championship. This month we've got the results of February's challenges, including a thrilling blow-by-blow of one of them. We've also got a handful of new challenges, 
and a very special guest challenger. Firstly, let's give you the results for last month's challenges. Our title match had Rorka Dude challenging his southern brethren and belt holder Elroy OMJ to be the first to complete Stunt Kite Party. Unfortunately for Rorka, Elroy's kite skills proved too much and the challenge was over on the 11th as Elroy brought the completion home. It appears Rorka was so defeated by his loss he hasn't even gone back to the game since. Next up we have a challenge issued by Jay Black against the man of many hats, Hatton90, to earn the most TAD, that's true achievement difference, in the month. And with an impressive 8,462 TAD against 5,620, our winner is Jay Black. For the third challenge, let's go across to Chewy to find out who won in the battle of Olds versus Youngs. Thanks, Chewy. We've got an exciting match on our hands here. The podcast hosts are being pitted against each other in a tag team battle for most completions. On one side of the ring, we have Big L and Koosh Moose, who have brought their manager, famed animator of yore, Don Bluth. It's the Olds. On the other side of the ring, it's Rorkadood and Fufu Cuddlypoof, who are wondering who Don Bluth is, and why it even matters. It's the Youngs. Traditional tag team rules apply, so only one from each team can be in the ring at one time. Whichever team has the most completions by the end of the month wins. In the event of a tie, the individual with the highest completions wins it for their team. If that's a tie, well, let's just hope that doesn't happen, because I haven't figured it out yet. And here we go! Kicking things off, we have Big L facing up to Rorker Dude. Rorker's taking a step back as he sizes up L, but L is wasting no time getting things started. He's laid out two completions within the first day, with Heimrich and Super Weekend mode. Rorker doesn't seem too phased yet, but now L's tagging in Koosh, who's on the turnbuckle and flying in with a glass masquerade completion before tagging L back in. It looks like L's hoping to decimate the Youngs as early as possible as he's smashing out completions in Rayman Origins, We Were Here and Valiant Hearts. Rorker appears to be struggling with this onslaught of hellish completions. He's squeezing out a completion in 0000, before crawling to Fufu and tagging out. Fufu has leaped into the ring and immediately is laying down a completion in Hoggy 2. L counters with an impressive Rocket League completion, but Fufu doubles down on animal-themed rats, sending foxes and ducks flying at L with Foxyland and Gravity Duck. We're just over a week into the match, and despite Fufu making an unexpectedly strong showing, the Olds are dominating with seven completions to four. L has thrown the animals from the ring and is coming at Fufu hard, with completions in Super Volley Blast, Sagebrush, and Stacking. Nice alliteration, L. He's just showing off now. Fufu has been sent reeling back to the corner, and Rorka's tagged himself in, but L's also tagged in Koosh. It's Rorka versus Koosh now. Rorka's keen to make up lost ground and excavates a completion in Steamwall Dig 2. Koosh is just laughing though as he brings out a completion of his own in G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. Fufu is looking pissed and calling Rorka over. It looks like they're planning something big, and at this stage they really need to as the Olds are winning at the halfway point, 11-5. Holy moly, Rorka and Fufu are pulling out a massive double completion move. Fufu's tagged in and smashes out Heroes Trials, Daggerhood, and Access Denied. Now he's tagged in Rorka, who's lining up completions in Stone, Project Starship, The Office Quest, Read Remastered, and Bucket Knight. This is insanity. And it's not over. 
Rorka has tagged in Fufu again, who completes the giant completion push with Project Starship. Kush doesn't know what to do in the face of this unprecedented attack. He's slinking back to tag in L, who comes out fighting with the completion in Celeste. But he is looking beat, and it's no surprise. After that massive push, the Youngs have stolen the lead from the Olds, with 14 completions to 12. With just a week left in the month, the competitors appear to be tailing off and sizing each other up. We're getting a round of tag-ins and small completions as Rorka jumps in to complete Nighting Plus and Bunny Parking, while L steps out to let Koosh grab Sparklight. Foof has tagged in to complete a Winter's Daydream, while L has stepped up to bring home Subnautica, then is tagging in Koosh Moose to knock out Ark. It's really a game of tit-for-tat as we approach the end of the month. Maybe these teams have nothing left in the tank. We're nearing the end now on the 28th of February, with the Youngs still clinging onto their small lead, 17 to 15. As we approach the end game, Fufu extends the lead by knocking out Grizzland, then gives Rorka the opportunity to grab a decent completion in the Messenger, putting them at a healthy 19 to 15. Koosh is tagged out to let L in, but it looks like he's up to something. L's keeping Rorka distracted with a completion in Human Fall Flat, which closes the gap a bit. But what's Koosh doing? He's shouting for Don Bluth to do something. Don Bluth is reaching under the ring and pulling out something. It's... it's a big box of completions! Al has tagged Koosh in and, and Don Bluth is throwing completions out of the box up to him. Koosh is sandbagging Rorka with 0000, Inferno 2+, Plus, Music Racer, Hero Hero, Mushroom Quest, Milo's Quest, Foxyland 2, Bucket Knight and Reed Remastered. It's a 9 deep completion fest and with that it looks like it's all over. Koosh has helped the Olds claim back the lead with a decisive 25 completions to 19. Wow, what a match. And with a... Wait, what's Rorka doing? He's reaching for the mic. This is LinkedIn! My god, the man's right. The 28th isn't the last day of the month. It's a leap year, and we still have a day left. Koosh has blown his wad early. While Ellen Koosh consult their Happy Days calendar to see where they went wrong, Rorka's reaching into his own bag of tricks and spraying out completions in Ailment, Mowing and Throwing, Grizzland, Back in 1995, Tracks, ACA Neo Geo World Heroes, and ACA Neo Geo King of Fighters 96. They've edged into the lead with 26 completions. Koosh quickly tries to counter with Project Starship and Minesweep Genius before tagging in L to complete Spider-Man Friend of Foe and Gravity Duck, bringing the Olds back in front with 29. Rorka looks like he's run dry. Surely it's all over now. It's not like Fufu of all people is going to get anything more. Koosh and L are getting ready to celebrate a hard-won victory and the... Whoa! Fufu's just been tagged in. And he's pulling out completions. It's unprecedented. Fufu has never completed so much. Tracks, Aboriginus, Hymno, Hero Hero. They've taken the lead. Kush and Ella are stunned by this unexpected turn of events. And they can only watch as Fufu secures the lead with two more completions in Mushroom Quest and Human Fall Flat. And that's it. The Youngs have clinched it. Alan Kush had a strong showing with 14 and 15 completions for 29, but Rorka's 17 and Fufu's truly unexpected 15 gave them 32 for the win. What a fight. Wow, Chewie, that was an unexpected result to say the least. And with his unprecedented 15 completions, Fufu also won a completion challenge, which was issued by Pretty Petart TX, who only managed 4 in the month. That's right. Fufu won two completion challenges. 
Fufu. Two. There's really no excuse that can justify this. None at all. I was moving. Well, okay then, I... Also, I have a baby. Okay, fine. Our final challenge was one I issued against Facial Lafleur and High Road for Two for most achievements won. For most of the month, I was well in the lead and felt pretty comfortable with my 296 achievements. Facial could only muster 204, but High Road made a late month push and managed to pit me to the win by just two achievements with 298. Congratulations, I guess. I hope you value your arms. With those challenges done and dusted, Let's get into what we have planned for March. First up, Fufu Cuddlypoof is hoping to extend his win streak by issuing a grudge match against Petart for most gamer score earned in simulation games. This matchup is bound to be very simulating. Apparently, not learning from her previous defeat, Petart is stepping up to the plate yet again and issuing a challenge of her own. This time, though, it's against Carpe Adam 79 She wants to take him to hell and drink her way out of it in a challenge to be the first to complete After Party. For our next challenge, we have a very special guest in the studio. He might be new to the Achievement Hunting 101 community, but he's already taken us by storm. And a lot of Macho Man Randy Savage gifts. It's Vulgar Latin. Welcome, Vulgar. How are you doing? Let me stop you right there, Chewy. I am fantastic. But I have been looking here for about a month now, and I am just flabbergasted by the state of it. We need some new challenges. We need to pump it up a little bit more than we have been pumping it up now. And that's why I'm throwing down the gauntlet. Well, now, now, Volga, I have to remind you that this is a family show, so I need you to uh, avoid too much vulgarity, uh, especially if it's in Latin, okay? So please keep it clean. Yeah, well, you know, that's I will do my best, but when I see the state of this, I, I can't I can't be liable for the things that I say. You hear me there, Chewy? Oh, I, I hear you. You know, uh, there's a lot of passion coming through there. <laughs> so uh, why don't we just get down to it and you go ahead and, and tell me who you're challenging and what you're going to be challenging them in. Oh, yes, sir. I'm going to be challenging Big L and Kenny, and we're going to be doing a Money in the Bank ladder match coming this March. What does that mean? Well, we're going to be taking the single day total for a gamer score. We're going to go up. I don't care about your TA. It doesn't matter what you score in TA. I want the biggest single day gamer score. Biggest one in March wins the title and Money in the Bank. Wow, that is an impressive... Uh, did you come up with that all by yourself? Well, you know, I am pretty much the greatest man alive, one of the best achievers, and one of the smartest minds in gaming today. Yes, I came up with that on my own. So, just to reiterate, you, Volga Latin, are challenging our very own troll, Big L, and the ghost host, Fufu Cuddly Poof, or otherwise known as Kenny, to whoever gets the most individual gamer score day in march yes sir that's right and whoever wins wins the money in the bank what does that mean well the winner gets to call the losers in to help with whatever boosting they need done oh i see that sounds like a, an interesting challenge so uh we're calling this a ladder match uh in order to maintain the thinly veiled gimmick of this being like a wrestling show uh so tell me volga how are your feelings on heights oh man i love heights i love throwing people off of them okay so uh tell me a little bit what, what do you think your strategy is going to be when it comes to this matchup 
well, pretty much I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm just going to go out there and overachieve like I do day in and day out. I'm going to go and crush the competition doing the easiest games, the shallowest boosts ever. I don't care. I will go all the way to the top. The rocket does not stop. Okay. Well, speaking of challenges, do you have any uh, final words for your competitors, L and Fufu? Yeah, I got one final message for you all. That one message is, good luck. You're going to need it. And when I cash in at Money in the Bank, you're not going to like it. Well, vocal Latin there, that was uh, quite the thing. Next up, we have a challenge from TA and AH1 Community Challenge veteran, Freemhole. He's planning on doing a spot of scavenger hunting in RTDL, and he wants to challenge anyone else who is too to unlock the most RTDL achievements. That'll be a challenge between Freem, Kushmoose, Shabobble, and yours truly. For those who don't know, RTDL stands for Random To-Do List, and is a challenge to unlock 25 randomly selected achievements from your collection. The scavenger hunt variant hides the achievements themselves, so you have to figure out which ones they are from the list of games given. Finally, we have our title challenge, and this time it's coming from Matrock, who's challenging her VSS and back-to-back compadre Elroy OMJ to the belt in a challenge for most gamer score. But wait, there's a twist. Tying it nicely into the back-to-back segment, only gamer score from non-backwards-compatible games count. So that's 360 only, not playable on the one. That's all for now, folks. Join us next time to find out the results of those challenges and hear what April has in store. If you're a patron and would like to issue a challenge, let me know on the AH101 Discord or on TA. I've been Chewy on Ice, and this has been Chewy's Challenge Championship. Nate and L, you guys are losers. Corey and I beat you. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you talking about, Kenny? In the ch- Chewy's complete. Chewy's completion challenge. Oh, God, <laughs> you gotta <laughs> say it in Wookie, so it's like. <laughs> that's translated <Yeah>. to. <laughs> Pretty sure that's Murloc, but. <laughs> Chewy's completion challenge. Yeah, it's the dialect that it's hard to get by sometimes. It is. But yes, and for this month, apparently, L and Nate challenged Corey and I to see who could get the most completions in a month. And we're the winners. Chewie made up that whole thing. All right. He did. And you conveniently didn't talk about it all month. <laughs> yeah. Strategy. No, all right, it's not let, strategy. Let's check the deleted emails. What happened in your DMs on February 10th? <laughs> you did not slide into my DMs. I may have let slip that we talked on the 10th. But, but did we? We did. That was the only time we talked about it. That was back in his thirties. I was yeah. It was back in your your thirties. I was oh. mentioning music racer. I was mentioning how easy that would be to preload and not have it be so obvious that you've preloaded it because you can okay. pretty much just score all the coins and then you can pop them all within about five minutes. Right. And then that was the last we talked. About it until I just wish we had been trash talking every week on the show, and then I would have gotten at least fifty to a hundred completions, and and would have just beaten all of you guys by myself. Naturally, naturally. But I focused on completing games anyway, 
but they were not easy baby games like you boys played. I completed some real games. Oh, I'm sorry. Was there an asterisk on this challenge? Yes. I, <laughs> I seem you to sound remember like just else. saying the most completions. It didn't matter what it was. All right, so let's get down to the nitty-gritty of this. I forgot about this. And I don't know. It had to have been like halfway through the month. You you messaged me, Fufu, and you're like, hey, look, look what we're doing. And uh, L is actually competing pretty good. And I was like, okay, <laughs> he, he, he must remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were like sitting at nine or ten at that point. Like somehow, not thinking about it, you had nine or ten completions. And I actually saw that Fufu was taking this seriously, and uh, he had some garbage on his tag. It's terrible. I just want to point out he got his first completion this month (laughs) since November 2019. I hate these easy games. This was terrible. It's a terrible month. November 2019 to now, no completions. And then he banged out 15 of them in one month. That's amazing. That's unreal, foof. If If I want to play them, I can. It's not about if I can. It's I don't want to. I hate these easy games. I was banging my head against the desk all day long, all month long trying to do these. I'm so proud of you, Fufu. <laughs> so proud. Oh my gosh. Terrible. So yeah, I, you got what, thirteen completions? I got seventeen completions. No, I got fifteen. I'm sorry, I'm knocking you down. You got fifteen completions. I got seventeen. That equals thirty two. Because it's math. Math. And that was obviously more than this other team. What did you guys get? <laughs> I had 14 without trying. Which is good. I, That's really I good. I had 15. Which is also good. Now, how many did you have on February 27th? <laughs> I think two. <laughs> yes, he had two. So, yeah. Kush is the official sandbagger. 100%. Yeah, I had yeah, two. Uh, the 29th, I did one easy rat gravity duck, and I'm like, that's it. Yes. I, had, oh, God. I was I actually just, gone that first week, too. I was in Canada for three or four days. You could have been preloading ACAs, <clears throat> sir. Uh, but then I'd be playing ACAs, and I don't like yeah, who that. Who plays those? Yeah. So when I got back, I completed my G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra that I was supposed to do a month or two ago. For better completions. Uh, so I finally wrapped that up. And then I played Sparklight. I'd been playing that. I had been trying to play that while I was in Canada. And I'd been playing that when I got back. And then I knocked out. Uh, I think Ark was what started it all. So those were my two. Mm-hmm. Were G.I. <clears throat> Joe and were Sparklight. And then that whole Ark thing happened. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. And then that just like, I was like, ooh, that felt good. <laughs> like, maybe I should get some other completions. I was like, hey, wait a second. Completions, that sounds familiar. <laughs> so I started checking the scores, and sure enough, you guys were, uh, you guys were creaming us. Oh, yes. A couple, or he had like 12 or something. I had two. You guys were well above that. And so that's when I was like, hey, Al, you know, what are we going to do about these completions? He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was uh, I was feeling pretty good most of the month uh, after Fufu reminded me, and it's like, okay, we're gonna do a little bit here, a little bit there. You know, I still had GTAS to worry about, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you, you knocking out rat after rat. Sometimes you thrown in there, maybe in East Asia soft, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, the it got a little sweaty, and uh, a little, <laughs> and me me and Fufu were, were just like, hmm, what is going on here? <laughs> a little hard to read. Uh, I actually it caused me to go back and uh, do finish two muffed completions. I, I actually finished a rat that I thought I would never go back to. That was back in 1995. Had one achievement left in that game, and if you have played that game, the last achievement really majorly sucks if you mess up at all. Uh, so I did that one, and I finished Tracks finally, which I've been kind of slow burning, but I did not <laughs> like that game at first. Choo -choo! That's funny. Not, not that tracks. Tracks race it, build it. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, let me just let me just spout them off here. Uh, so I personally completed zero 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 zero. Steamroll Dig Two. That's a good one. Stone. That's a bad one. Project Starship. The Office Quest. Read Remastered. Bucket Night. Night and Plus. Bunny Parking. Recommend that one. The Messenger. That's a good one. Ailment, Moen and Throwin, Grizzlin, back in 1995. Tracks, build it, race it. ACA Neo Geo World Heroes and ACA Neo Geo The King of Fighters, 96. Been a great month. <laughs> one of my best. And it's put me right on the uh, the cusp that I need to be for a cool 400K by the end of this month. Yeah, but Nate played. And I dropped it. <laughs> it's true man. that game was not short either uh, G.I. Joe took a lot of playing I had to play most levels two times um, get through it on the easy or normal and then go through and do it on hard um, it ended up being kind of a chill game because I didn't really have to think <laughs> so it was it was good for late nights um, yeah knocked those out and then I went through with I'll, I'll just rattle them off real quick the three I already talked about, 000, which you talked about, Inferno 2 Plus was on sale not too long ago. Uh, it's pretty short, and it's kind of fun. Um, I actually enjoyed that. I wouldn't call it a great game, but it was a fun game. Uh, Music Racer, uh, Euro Hero, uh, Mushroom Quest, Milo's Quest, Foxyland 2, Bucket Knight. Fun thing to note about Bucket Knight, <laughs> L, I think you'd like it. Have you heard about this? No. Every achievement in bucket night is essentially a quote or a reference to Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, is what? it really? Yeah. The, I guess I that's why it went over my head. Spam. Yeah. Uh, and then I, Hold on, uh, let me go look. read remastered project starship. Um, I completed, which I had started a long time ago, minesweeper genius. That was fun. Uh, and then gift of Parthax. No, that was today. So that one doesn't count. Uh, so minesweeper genius, uh, was actually, I had planned that maybe I was going to see how you guys reacted. <laughs> I was, I was going <laughs> to say, okay, are these guys going to be able to, you know, they can keep doing stuff because I'm out as of Friday, like Saturday is the last day, but it's a family day. It's the weekend. I don't really get the game during the day and the contest ends at 7 PM Eastern. So there was no way that I was going to get a whole bunch of time, but I ended up getting about an hour in the morning. So I finished up Minesweeper genius. Um, but yeah, and I was I had two or three more rats planned, 
but uh, family stuff uh, kicked in, so I wasn't able to uh, sneak anymore in. I the totally m- thought you were lying. My, no. head, my head cannon Sneaking? was you forgot there was 29 days this year. <laughs> and so you were just blowing your, your wad a little little early. No, I was letting you know. I was being truthful that, you know, uh, I'm not going to have much time. So don't don't kill yourselves. You guys are already in the lead, but I can't beat you. So don't don't sacrifice family time. Yeah, yeah that, that's when I, I totally out thought the, you were lying. That's when I busted out the Neo Geos just for a little insurance purposes. <laughs> but why don't, why don't Mr. Completion, why don't, you, why don't you rattle off what you played this month? It has to be some true gems. Well, while he's doing that, I know I said every achievement. It's not every achievement. It's like 70% of them. I was look, I was just looking at them. That's great. There's a couple in there I recognize. You fight with the strength of many men, sir. Like you understand that. I Our don't. King, I didn't vote for you. Who was a hamster? Yeah, this is a great achievement list, except for some of it is, yeah. Did you found the key? Like it says, it's a silly place instead of tis. Yeah. Stuff like a couple things like that. But it's it's pretty cool. Well, it's an easy game to boot. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. But I think it was made for the Switch first. Like it was made with the Switch in mind because the jump and the shoot button are like reversed. Uh, Yeah, that makes makes sense. Yeah. So the games that I played. uh, Games that I played this month, that I completed this month. Grizzland, Hero, Heroes Trials, Hymno, Aboriginous, Access Deny, Project Starship, Era Hero, Mushroom Quest, Tracks, the good one, The Winter's Daydream, Gravity Duck, Hoggy 2, Human Fall Flat, thanks Waka, and Daggerhood, and yeah, that's it. They're all the ones that I completed this month. Yeah, the other day I was like, uh, I think Waka's bored, you might want to hit him up, you just got ice level to do. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, he Waka, hel- you turncoat son of a <laughs> He helped me with that. He I think we played that I think it took him twenty minutes to uh get me through it. And the crazy part is he he was or our connection wasn't very good and his controls was off about a second or so. Due to lag? So, yeah, due to the lag. So he just couldn't quite get through the level. And he's sitting there, you know, jumping and climbing with a lag better than I can at all. He has gotten very good at, at this game, helping everyone. It is remarkable how quickly he can get through that. Because he even said, he's just like, oh, I could, I'll quickly do this for him. It'll take no time at all. And he told me, you know, he can get through the ice level alone in like 10 minutes. I don't know how he does it. I, I cannot get the hang of human fall flat. Well, I actually did that game this month as well for the Windows 10. And I had to do the stuff like jumping and traveling. Those were easy. The one that wasn't easy was climbing. You have to climb for a while. So I booted up the mountain stage and kept jumping from platform to platform and boosting myself up. That was uh, oh, is that all you got to do? ton of fun. Why, well, you did something different? No, no, I, I, that's all I have left in the Windows 10 version is these uh, cumulative achievements. I mean, the traveling one, you could just rubber band up and keep falling and just walking and you're fine. <laughs> Climbing one, you got to do on your own. Yeah, the walking one was the other achievement outside the ass. ass. <laughs> what Ice. the ass? I, how, what the heck? How did that come out? You got ass line. Yeah. <laughs> was the 
<laughs> I'm just I'm looking at L and it just slipped out. Yeah, that makes hey. <laughs> but uh, that was the one achievement outside of the ice level that I needed. And while you know Waka's going through doing his thing, I'm just kind of walking in a circle, getting the last like two kilometers I needed or something like that. I was almost done. I was at like 96 percent when I started it with him. So what else did you play? L accidentally completing. Not too much. Not too much. I was working on my BCM Game of the Month Spider-Man Friend or Foe, which is uh, way longer than they would have you believe. Well, it's a real so game. I spent all of February 29th playing that game, and then I quickly finished up Gravity Duck, and I said, nope, I'm going out. So if I didn't have plans that night, and I would kept playing Rats, would you guys have matched that and kept going? I think so. He would have. I had planned Saturday night as well, so I wouldn't have been able to. I had really important plans. I watched AEW pay-per-view at Buffalo Wild Wings. I was eating and drinking again two days in a row. So <laughs> Boy, I had you a really had good one weekend. heck of a weekend. I had a really good weekend. Yes. No wonder you're in such a good mood right now. <laughs> All right. So uh, what, I am what in a good mood. This is not. Um, oh, yes. Good question. Boneless or... Boneless. Oh, obviously the bone. You have to go with the bone. No, what? no, no, no. You know what? The last time we went, we got the bone, so this time everyone wanted boneless. You always get boneless. Got Parmesan garlic. All right. Honey. Good choice. Uh, teriyaki. Good choice. Honey barbecue. Good choice. There was this new one called adobo, smoky adobo. I feel like Nate is no like a dry rub guy. Yes. Yeah. That's what that is, right? Yeah. Isn't that what that Good is? Job. No, no. I wow. prefer the sauce. I need the sauce. And <laughs> Nate, you're ordering so wrong. I do like the dry rub. The fr- one time I got like the medium spicy stuff and it was really spicy. Oh, I think we got a medium spicy garlic. Okay, so I guess we have to do this. Gun to your head. Best Buffalo Wild Wings f- flavor. Corey. Uh, hot barbecue. I cannot agree more. Okay, we'll go with that one then. Nate. I don't get them enough. Let me, let me look at the, uh, <laughs> look at the flavors here. <laughs> Bang, you're dead. I don't know if I've had the boneless wings. But that's why would you they're probably too breaded. Yeah, they're no. breaded. Yeah. Not keto friendly also. And I don't it, dig it was bread. quite the weekend living in sin. You get hot barbecue, extra sauce. The sauces here, come on. I'm so trying to remember what games I completed in February. Are there sauces? Okay. Heimrich Super Weekend Mode. That was before remembering anything, and then Rayman Origins, we were here, Valiant Hearts. Rocket League, Super Volley Blast, Sagebrush, mm-hmm. Stacking, Celeste, Subnautica, and Human Fall Flat, Win 10, and Spider-Man, Friend or Foe, and Gravity Duck. Uh, three or four of those were Lovebird games with High Road for Two. Oh, oh yeah, I, I guess, forgot about that. So I guess he's also to blame for not beating you guys. Damn it, High Road. Yeah, he did Human Fall Flat, Win 10 as well, so that was a good one. All right, so when I'm doing Dry Rub... <laughs> I like the salt and vinegar. Um, that sounds awful. That's because you don't know. Um, and then that- if I'm doing the other sauces, where was the one? There was like a maybe they've changed them since I've gotten wings. Wow, that'd be crazy. Spicy garlic's not bad. I think it was like an Asian zing or something that I liked. Zing. All right, real quick, we need to call an audible real fast. Okay. So, Brooke, Nate gets 
bone-in wings at Buffalo Wild Wings, and he gets the dry rub, salt and vinegar. Now, Brooks' favorite chip is salt and vinegar. What do you think? How, what, how does that sound? That sounds absolutely disgusting. And there we have it. I couldn't hear. What you... <laughs> she said or... it sounds amazing. That's yeah. what I heard her say. <laughs> Sorry. because one, one, more, one more time for the listeners. They didn't hear you. <laughs> that sounds absolutely disgusting. What? Nate, say it. Yeah, try it. Nate, say it. Uh, Nate, I'm blanking. I know what I should say, but I'm blanking. Come on. What did, what did Brooks you, say? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> it was so hard because she's not a sir. No. <laughs> okay, it's 2020. You never that's know. That's enough of Brooke. She can go back to watching whatever. But now I'm looking at this Thai curry, and I'm thinking hmm, that's, maybe. That's, oh, that's a dog. Oh, I see. Thai food. Hmm. Meow. Yes, this was a fun. This was so. A are fun there any month. easy games that you did like, Kenny? You took the words right out of my mouth. I was actually just about to mention three games I did enjoy. Oh, really? Heroes so, Quest. No, actually, I didn't. I mean, Heroes Trials, whatever the ugh, generic horrible. names kill me. <laughs> nice save. Actually, no, I didn't really like Heroes Trials. Like, I was kind of just waiting for it Good. to be over with. That is correct. Uh, the one I mentioned already, Project Starship. I I kind of like that. wasn't my favorite, but you know, I didn't hate my life while playing it. Hero Hero, I liked, even though I the one achievement. Uh, let me look. Let me look at the. Did call, you oh, turn arm. the cheat code on? What? There's a cheat code in Hero Hero. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of a different game. I thought all East Asia saw. I'm thinking of Victory Road. Okay. Uh you here. The one achievement that gave me some problems was armored ship, and that's to destroy an armored ship enemy. But you have to get to level two. I had the hardest of times getting to level two. What pro tip? Don't play this game at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I that was so. I'm so tired. But I'm like Nate's completing games. I know he's going to complete more. He's lying. He's a liar face. <laughs> he's not done so i'm like i need to complete this and i was just dying and dying and dying. i'm like all right i'm done i gotta go to bed i can't take it anymore I wound up loading up the next day and getting it fun shoot em up i really enjoyed that if you don't actually know how this works this game works you uh start off as like a blue ship and there's blue enemies and red enemies that come at you when you're blue you absorb the bullets from the blue enemy and you can destroy the red. And oh, then that's you, right. And then you can turn co- your ship colors to the red, and then it's just vice versa, so where you absorb the bullets from the red enemy and get destroyed the blue. Awesome mechanic. I, that's very unique. I've never played a game like that, or a shoot 'em up game like that, so it's like, please, more of that. And this was another one of these easy games where I wish the achievement list went farther because I really enjoy my time with it. And then the other game that I, that I liked... I'm glad it was an easy list because I didn't really want to play too much more of it, but I kind of like what it, while I was playing it because I like the parkour but of him now, where you're kind of like jumping off the wall. Like, it's definitely not the best game out there, but it was fun for what it was. It was a it was a decent, good twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, the, the worst part about it is that you had to jump a thousand times. It's like that's just a dumb achievement. But well, my nephew loved to doing that. Your nephew, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, it's They're actually not a unique really mechanic. It. it was copied from another game. I can't remember the name of it right now. Darn it, The Matrix, uh, Super Mario Brothers. It's an older one. No, 
A game with jumping? <laughs> I want to say Silpede, but that's not right. It's not Silpede. <sighs> I can't remember right now. It'll come to me later. But, um, <laughs> 40 minutes from now. <laughs> but yeah, from, from those quick and easy ones, uh, it was definitely the shooters. Like the Euro Hero, the um, Project Starship wasn't bad, and Inferno 2+. Plus. Like I said, those were my favorites. Um, man, I hated 0, zero, zero, zero. <laughs> It got on my nerves. Uh, and it was just like, oh, I suck at this room. Let me just die. Oh, I suck at this room again. <laughs> let me just die. Um, and Foxy Land 2 for me, like something was oh. wrong with my, I think it was my controller. I think my controller is, got, is dying because I would be running left or I would be jumping. And all of a sudden I wouldn't be moving left anymore. Instead, I'd just be stalled in the air or if I was running left, I'd just kind of like squat down. So I think like the left. I stick. think that's the game. I was having the same issues. You have the same issue. It's pissing okay. me off. Or maybe maybe it's just like it's very sensitive to crappy controllers and ours are about to die. Um, so those weren't bad. Uh, Mushroom Quest. Uh, that wasn't bad. That was like an old school NES kind of puzzler. Yeah. Um, I, I like actually enjoyed Mushroom that. Quest. I used a guide for the very first tough room. How dare you, sir? It was about four or five levels in. And like, I just couldn't. <laughs> it was like the graphics were throwing me off. Like they I were. Tell, I feel that. I couldn't tell I was supposed to be able to go over this type of the background. Gate? Yeah, there's like this background. I was like, oh, I can walk over that. Oh, okay. And then once I saw that, then I didn't need a guide for the rest of the game. Um, and I stayed away from it for you know for the you have to do like 44 levels or 30 levels. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, 30. <clears throat> yeah, got that one done. Um, so I just needed that that guide for for a little nudge about five or whatever in. And then just completed the rest. Um, but everything else was kind of not great. Read Remastered was interesting. Um, very large kind of uh, jumping. And I know, Corey, you had talked about this. I think it was last week. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of comparing it to Meat Boy, I think. Um, no. Uh, N plus. No, they were. They, Sarah and Kenny, uh, were kind of comparing it to Hoggy 2. And I said... It wasn't as oh. puzzly. It was just platforming, and it was like one space that you had to focus on at a time. You didn't. It didn't span like a big map. It's like yeah. It was like the it's, equivalent of up to four screens worth of a of a room. Yeah, and the, everything's a lot larger. So, like your hitbox is you know pretty big, yeah. and yeah, uh, yeah. So that that wasn't bad, and uh, it wasn't painful either. Like getting in and out was pretty easy. So. As far as garbage goes, it wasn't horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when you don't play these games, they sure do pile up. Yeah, I feel that too. Yeah, one other game along the lines of I wish I had a longer list was was Tracks, the train set game, not whatever the one that Corey you said a little ago. Ew, you you, thought, you want that one to last longer? Yeah, I like those. those. Oh, choo choo. Yeah, thank you, Will. It was just like no uh, mention. <sighs> Just like a relaxing kind of game where it's like if it wasn't difficult, like if it would have been longer, I would have been okay with it. How did you play it? Did you play it for real? <laughs> no, I was afraid that you were going to bust more out. So I'm like, I need to get this done. So okay. I quick, I did the quick reset. Oh, okay. But I will admit that it's like, oh, after I realized you weren't actually a liar face, I'm like, huh, I kind of wish I would have played it legit. <laughs> nah, you're good. See, nah, we, we have those same train tracks. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun to show my kid. We can build our own train set. And after I got the game, I said, nope. <laughs> we'll, we'll stick to Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but I did start a new game this week with uh, with both of them. Uh, I'm controlling it, and they're they're just kind of along for the ride, telling me what to do. But boy, oh boy, Princess Unicorn is something else. I'm just gonna leave it like that because I've only kind of <laughs> dived it. But it is a special gem. Oh boy! Speaking uh, of special gem, I got confused on what month is what uh, it was, and I played some easy crap today. Uh, yeah, first, what'd you play? First, I finished up one of Corey's favorite games, The Path of Modus. <sighs> Shout outs to uh, our our boy Michael something A H one hundred one episode two, two. I think yeah two <laughs> two two. I'm pretty sure it was two. It was either two or three. I came it was home very early on. I came home from work during lunch. I live 30 minutes away to record this interview and then went back to work that day. I was so, so excited. So giddy. My mic was really good back in those days. Doubt. So did you like the path of modus? Trying to look. Um, if the developer is listening, then yes. (laughs) He's not listening. Oh, then, (laughs) then, then, then I will give it a solid meh. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was short, but then they, Made you play it twice because it was so short, and that you had to find the high roads. Thanks, high road the two. I'm gonna blame you for this game too. Oi! <laughs> uh, so there was multiple ways of getting around some of the enemies and the platforming. So that I thought that was clever. And then there were these math puzzles that uh, didn't really like. So I actually don't listen to this, but I used a guide, and I used. How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> I used Bill Zuminati's guide, and it was enjoyable to watch it on YouTube. He made some fun jokes about the characters and and how the girlfriend would leave him for another man, and um, how he would just he would just kill all the civilians and say, "Oh, I just committed double homicide." He, he had fun with it, so I had fun with it. Why not? And then on my random to do list, I also had Zeruption Invasion. Which is basically a space invaders type clone. Do you guys, you guys want to take a guess on how long it took me to complete the game from start to finish? Um, it is a zero to one hour. Okay. I told Kenny to play it after figuring out that he's played it before, but apparently it's too hard for him. No, it's not Quick too hard. Guess. It probably took you ninety minutes. Okay, I'll say ninety-one minutes. Okay. Uh, I think it's supposed to take you like 20. Corey, go look while Nate guesses. He just guessed. Yeah, I can say 20. Okay, great. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. Wait, for real? Yes. It is so easy. And that was with dying and continuing once. Oh, wait, yeah, it took me 12 minutes, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) This was really easy. And I didn't look at the list. Why didn't you play this when I told you to? Because I didn't need to. I'm done with these garbage games. Oh, my God. So this was on like a black and white CRT screen. That's the first reason why I hate it. Didn't really need to exist. But it really is an easy thousand if that's what you're into. I mean, I liked it because it's basically like Galaga, and that's my favorite arcade game. It is like Galaga, but it had some chiptunes, and I always like to rattle like a chiptunes for whatever reason. But you just have to get to the end of the second world, if you want to call it that. There's seven levels you got to beat yeah. and two bosses. And then uh, to answer my other question that I'm not going to ask you guys, I did not continue with this game. <laughs> <laughs> it was done and uninstalled. And I got my 200 megs back. 
<laughs> I didn't know it was that much. <laughs> it's just I for remember, the chiptunes. I remember playing this, getting to a spot, I maybe to a boss. I forget. I forget where I stopped at. I died. I'm like, ah, I don't feel like doing this anymore. <laughs> I stopped and wanted playing something else. I'm like, I'll finish it later. And gosh, I don't know how long it's been. If it's on your tag, you may as well finish it up. It's been almost a year in July. Has it really been? Oh, wow. (laughs) I didn't think it's been that long. Jeez. Yeah, so maybe you should take like four minutes and finish it up. Huh. It's bugging me. I hate to do throwbacks, but I had to look it up. 20 minutes later. That mechanic of switching is called polarity. (laughs) And it's... it, to my knowledge, the first game that did it was Ikaruga in 2001. Ikaruga. Yes. So that's how I say it. Um, I'm sure that's, I'm, I'm butchering some Japanese. Ikaruga. But yeah, so Ikaruga? it's only 19 years old if that is the earliest. That was a Dreamcast game, right? Um, I believe, say yes. Uh, sure. I see the word Dreamcast in this article. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. Well, if more games on the Xbox One has that mechanic, I'll check it out. Oh, yes, and Radiant Silvergood. Yeah, there are others. They, it's it's not a brand new mechanic, and others have used it. game is hard. Well, it's the first one I've played, so therefore it's there the pioneer for me. That's not the right word, but it's close enough. Anyone else have anything else they want to add to this? Or shall we move on? I'm going to throw one out there. Okay. And that would be bunny parking gosh <laughs> have, have any of you seen this <sighs> i have, have seen, seen it this. yes so this is a uh an, an i didn't upper, think it was a real it's on my radar daily frame games the six dollar game and apparently it was coming without achievements which i guess means creator collection but dwagonite convinced the dev to put achievements i don't know anyway the game is an easy game. Um, it will take you about an hour aside from the grindy bits. Now, if you think back to your childhood and you think of the game where you have a parking lot full of cars and you need to get one car from side A to side B and it can only move straight and you have to move the other parked cars already. That's what this game is or so it wants you to think. That is the smallest, even though it's called bunny parking, that is the smallest amount of things you do with a car in this game is play that level three different times and then play another level about 120 times. Wait, what? (laughs) Okay, so can you imagine the parking lot where you move the car? Yes. In order to do that, you're a bunny and you kick the car. You kick the cars to move them. Around you is a world. There's a farm over here, a playground over here, a river going through the whole thing, and cars driving by. All of that stuff you can interact with and get it. And that's where the achievements are. Fantastic idea. You barely have to play the actual aspect of the game. (laughs) And you get to interact with the other stuff that is actually, you know, entertaining. Uh, there's uh, a garden that you have to steal like a hundred carrots total out of. And there's a special carrot that pops up that you have to grab and take and sacrifices as, as an altering to get a buff sacrifices an offering uh, to get a buff 
And it could turn you giant, it could turn you small, it can make you fast, it can make you slow. And you have to do that four different times. That's an achievement. Uh, you also have to steal it and sacrifice it to this bucket where these little helpers come out and help you. Uh, well, they don't help you. They just follow you around. It's as crazy as it sounds. And I hope that they bring the other games uh, to this, to Xbox. And what do I mean by other games? Well, this developer has a extensive library of bunny games. Bunny. And you see these on uh, billboards in, in game. Bunny Minesweeper. Bunny Mahajo. Mahjo. Mahjong. No, Mahjong. no, it's not Mahjong. It's oh. Mahjo. <laughs> M-A-H-J-O. Uh, Bunny Parking. Bunny hey. Reversi. And Bunny Sudoku. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for this series completion. Oh, they got to Everyone go tweet the developer. Tell them all those games need to be on Xbox with achievements. So, yeah, so I, I did mention grindy bits. Everything else is, like I said, you can get it in like about an hour. It's it's you know, it's decent. It's not terrible. Um, the grindy bits are for successfully kicking a thousand different cars. And so you can't kick the same car a thousand times. You have to, uh, the, the guide encourages you to play on easy to level four, uh, the, the parking game. And then you can kick about 10 or 11 cars, I think. And you do that about a hundred times and you, you got it good. My nephew loved, he had a ball doing it. So yeah, I was going to say, is this like a good series for kids? You think? Uh, yeah, they could probably, you could probably find like a flash parking game if you really wanted that aspect of it. <laughs> they, the, the whole 3d aspect and kicking the car instead of just moving a car up and right. down is kind of, kind of wonky, I guess. Throw anything into a 3d space like that. And I think you're, you know, you're asking for a little jankiness, but you're a bunny. You are a bunny causing havoc. So one other game that I will not complete is Spec Ops The Line, which was one of our game club games. Have you guys, any of you played the campaign in this game? No. A little bit. I have not yet. It's enjoyable. A little bit. Yeah, so unfortunately it took RTDL once again to uh, get me to finally finish the campaign. Um, so I did this one simul with Michelle in party, and we watched the story unfold, and it is a really good story. For a 360 game, definitely under the radar, definitely underappreciated. So I would recommend that one. And yeah, listen to the the older episodes of the Game Club. Waka did a great job. I need to go back and finish the last episode now that I uh, finished the game. There's (laughs) actually multiple endings and different things. I got to go back and do the other ending. I don't want to give away too much, but is that really well made? Yes, definitely. Give it away entire way through to get the other ending, or you can just sort of play it from a point. You could chapter select and just do the last chapter. But there's multiple choices on a lot of the chapters, so I think they intend for you to go through twice. But we played on the easiest difficulty, and we died a lot. So I can't imagine there's four difficulties. This one, I think, will not be going for the completion. Well, but you're I had not a good time. known for the uh, first-person shooter prowess. This game is... <laughs> I didn't get lost in this game, at least. It's pretty linear. <laughs> Michelle was there helping you through. It's true. It's true. Hey, no. I just wanted to point out that on Tuesday, we also did our Titanfall 360 boost. We had a good five or six people. Stan fell asleep on the couch, so he uh, was talking about it all day, and he didn't participate. But um, 
<sighs> Facial Lefleur was there playing Titanfall for the first time, actually. Or uh, He never played the one version. So I, that was surprising. He did a pretty good job. Uh, Triple Triad did a very awful job. He was freeming all over the place and just getting kills for himself and not uh, letting anyone else do anything. Fug was actually well-behaved. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing that again tomorrow. Excited. I just love the banter that goes on. Oh, Saucy showed up, too. Yeah, Saucy's and, still uh, working on the 360, so, yeah. I imagine uh, we were waiting for someone to fall asleep so we can have a koala. But uh, alas, no one fell asleep. Unlike somebody in this party who fell asleep during Borderlands on Thursday. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> None. Not who, even a who woke play. himself Who woke himself up with his snoring. <laughs> My chair is comfy. It's like 12 o'clock at night. And someone may have woken himself up by snoring. Uh, unbelievable yeah I had the koala ready but I didn't need to use it <laughs> yes I, I woke myself up and then I hear Al going oh I gotta get the koala <laughs> so if you don't know what the, the koala ETA? is then uh, just look up koala crying on YouTube and play it as loud as possible for anyone that might fall asleep next to you so, there are you will make an enemy. The majority of of the people listening to that have absolutely no idea what that means. But those <laughs> well, that do understand it are laughing. <laughs> then what they need to do is join a Titanfall uh, Yes, group. it is Titanfall. And you don't have to play Titanfall. Just jump into the chat. Yes. Correct. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's funny. All right, so thanks, Chewy, for uh, all of that. I guess it was a close challenge. We'll have to think of a uh, new challenge. I think the I think Chewy's Maybe actually announcing the new challenges. Oh, they, he's announcing it or already has announced it. Yes. They, sh- <laughs> they should be up by the time this comes out. But I don't right. think it's too late to put out new challenges. If you th- can think of a challenge or a person you want to challenge and a thing you want to challenge them with, I think uh, talk to Chewy. He'll set it up. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he'll put them in for March, but he'll at least put them in for April. Was uh, Mario in Mushroom Quest, by the way? Super Mario? No, I don't believe so. Not even in like an Easter egg type of way? I don't think so. I might have missed it. Um, <clears throat> I didn't really see a p- room for Easter eggs, but uh doesn't mean they weren't there. Mm, that cost too much money for Mushroom Quest devs. In the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, they made reference to a, a mushroom world or place. I was wondering if that was Easter eggy. It was very out of place. Okay, let's continue on. <laughs> so, L, you had... A TA article that you wanted to talk that you wanted to bring up some discontinued games. I did. Activision is trying to hone in on uh, EA and 2K action and discontinuing some servers, closing down some servers over here. Um, apparently, they have a listing of legacy games that are not going to be supported anymore, and there was a whole list of them. Uh, Guitar Hero Metallica, DJ Hero, Band Hero, DJ Hero 2, Transformers, Dark of the Moon, GoldenEye, NASCAR the Game, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and Wolfenstein. Now, Whoa, at this Marvel time, yeah, at this time, the only thing that seems to be affected were uh, Transformers, Dark of the Moon, and GoldenEye, GoldenEye yeah. 007, and I believe there's another James Bond title, James Bond 007 Legends. So those are all down without warning, and people are not too happy. Eh, and of no course, one half the people, 
well, you know, half the people are saying, you know, they, we should have gotten a warning, and the, the other half of the people saying this game's been around 10 years, you should have done it, and I guess I see both sides of the story, but it's it's when you have games that are 15 years old, like the original Gears, that still work, you're like, why shouldn't everything work? I know some games have peer-to-peer, some games have dedicated servers, but I guess the moral is get those 360 games done. Uh, I believe the Wolfenstein servers are still up. I think DJ Hero 1 is still up, but DJ Hero 2 is not, interestingly enough, and Guitar Hero Metallica is also not. Which sucks, because I have stuff on that that needs to get done. Now, is Marvel well, Ultimate Alliance... Good. Multi- Marvel Ultimate Alliance, you don't need to complete the game, but it just means you can't play online co-op with people, right. I assume. But you can do all that yourself or locally. Yes. I wasn't sure if there were multiplayer stuff that you had to do. No, there's not. I just wanted to bring that up quick. Yes, those servers, if they're not down... Who knows what the future is, so make sure you get them done. Add them to a priority list. And maybe add other Activision titles mm-hmm. <clears> that have online. They're a little bit old. Yeah, out that list, I've got Guitar Hero Metallica and Band Hero on my tag. Oh, we so. know you have Guitar Hero Metallica. <laughs> Those two I need to finish up if they're... Damn it. If I can. I, I hate Band Hero. I don't want to go play Band Hero, though. I don't even know where that is. Actually, at that rate, I might as well finish up all... I probably should add all the music games to the list of things that need to get done. Okay, so no one else has anything to say on that. Let's continue on. Let's get into some, se- uh-huh. into some sales. Nate, out of this list of junk, are you getting anything? No, I don't think so. It's not looking great, and that's fine by me because Ori is coming out this month. It's nine days from recording and six days from... When the podcast airs. However, I would like to recommend Agent A, A Puzzle in Disguise. I think I mentioned it before. It's a point and click. Um, Gross. It's, I like it. It's uh, $7.49 down from $15. Uh, and it's fun. And it works pretty well on console streaming um, via xCloud. Uh, so it's not the X. I don't think it's on xCloud. But it definitely works well with console streaming. Uh, whereas some other games don't, this one is great because it's not time-based. So even if there's a little bit of lag or a little bit of screen tearing or whatever, it's not a big deal. And you can play this on the couch or in other rooms where you're sitting. Um, so yeah, I recommend it. But there's a lot of garbage out there this week. So It's been like that for a past few. So Nate and Corey, mm-hmm. yep. are you guys taking off a day from work or hitting Ori at midnight and playing all night? What's your game plan there? Both. I don't see them doing this. I'm thinking about it. (laughs) Maybe not. Yeah, I got a plan in motion. Ori's uh, Ori. Corey is practicing (laughs) his his cough. (laughs) Yeah, it's a busy time at work. I don't know if I could take a day, but everybody gets sick. Coronavirus. I'm thinking I might take a morning. Um, I mean, you work from home. You're a cheater. I work from home, but yeah, I don't take a whole lot of days off. But it's one of the perks of working from home <laughs> is that you don't get to take a whole lot of time off because even if you're sick, you can always make it to the office. Um, but yeah, I might take a a day or at least a morning to play that, just get some focus time. The problem I have with that, and this is totally ridiculous, my gaming room. Um, is backlit 
So if it's a bright day, then it, my TV does not look as good. <laughs> and so, first world problems. Total right? first world problems. <laughs> total first world problems. So even if I take the morning off to play it, I'm going to not enjoy it as much. So I'm definitely going to put some time in. Hopefully it comes out at midnight. Um, I, I don't know that they do. I think they come out at like 1 a.m. So I'm going to be really tired, and that's not the best. I don't really want to enjoy it. So I'll probably start playing it the day after it comes out. Seriously, I might just like watch the intro uh, when it does come out and then Cry. play seriously the next day. That sounds like a tease. Yes. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be putting the hours into it. I really... You're going to play uh, without think. a guide, right? Well, if there's no guide first, available, yeah, then probably oh, won't be guides. Yeah, that's not the question. <laughs> uh, I didn't... I don't think I played the first way with the guide. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely did not use a guide the first time. Yeah. Um, would you play it on Windows 10 if you had to, or is the whole allure or part of the allure like uh, the 4K-ness of it? Play wherever I can play it. Yeah. I will okay. definitely play it wherever I can play it as well, which is why when they put out a remastered version for it, I will buy it. <laughs> I will play that one too. And the Switch version. And the Switch version. To yeah. it. <laughs> and the regular Wii version. Yeah. Now, I don't... I don't want to rush through it. Like, but I also don't want to take forever. So I'm, for me, it's going to be tough. Know, we know how you play. Yeah. I don't, don't want to finish binge. it because then it'll be over. I don't want to binge on it because <laughs> then, you know, when you're done, it's just like, there's like a hole. Uh, nah, so I want to take my time with it. So I'm not going to be rushing. I'm going to try to, I'm really just going to enjoy it. Yeah, you could play through it again and get whatever you missed, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Is the achievement list up on that yet? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. I'm going to guess well. Corey will look at it and Nate won't. <laughs> I yeah. will definitely not look at it. Nope. Yeah, I will look at it immediately. And you'll but plan? in this podcast, it will be up by the time uh, we release. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Hit me up in the uh, hashtag Vayner room and we'll talk about it. Spoiler right. for, uh, spoiler tag it for Koosh, though. Yeah, I'll just, I'll stay away. All right. I guess before we get to the thing that was announced right after we logged off last week, we're going to talk about Game Pass games. Uh, Does anyone have anything else they want to recommend first? In the sales, no. Okay. It is bad. Coming is Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Wisp way. Nine days from recording, six from (laughs) podcast airing. And what date is that? (laughs) Crap, if I know what date it is. Two plus nine... Okay. Also, that's been recently added. Jackbox, Jackbox Party Pack 3, Wasteland Remastered, Yakuza 0, Two Point Hospital on Xbox and PC. A couple of games that are going. Deus Ex, Mankind Divided. Shit, I didn't even know that was on Game Pass. <laughs> Shenmue, hurry. Shenmue 1 and 2, Thimbleweed, Thimbleweed Park, and no. Lich Sphere. And then reading from the script also, Games of Gold, titles that we have is Batman, The Enemy Within. I'm super excited for that. From? Uh, let's see. Who is that from? Isn't it from like some dead studio or something like that? It's, it's from also Tantale. from I think March revived, 1st just to like March Matt. 31st. I think they revive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so many froms. He can't yeah. be right. And then also the Ca- Castlevania 
LOS to piece of crap from March 1st to the 15th. What's on the back half of the month? What do you mean, piece of crap? <laughs> I always said that to, to annoy you. I knew it would. That is Shantae and the Half Genie Hero from March 16th <laughs> to April 15th. And on the 360, Sonic Generations. So what do you guys think of this month? Three it's out good. of four ain't bad. I'm going to say month. it's a good month all around. Okay, good. I'm not alone this this month. This I also agree this is a good month. I'm excited for Batman. And I'm excited for Sonic Generations. It is good the enough. ninth best Sonic game, according to some websites. <laughs> some people on the internet. Knife pasta. I mean, considering there's like six thousand nine is pretty good. I'm I'm looking forward to this one. I think this is the one that has like two D Sonic and three D Sonic or something. Yes. Or no, or is that Mania? Mania is straight two D. Right. Yeah. Yes. Sonic Generations is that. It is with the two D and three D. I mean the li- the list looks pretty tough, but uh, I enjoy me a good Sonic game. Same. I Adventure. enjoy me a good Sonic movie too. I haven't seen that yet. I really want to go see that. Sonic Adventure 2 Battle is the best Sonic game, though. Continuing on to hashtag contests. L, give us the RTDL roundup. All righty, then. Big thanks to the Real Gamer Score podcast, Chin Doctor, for maintaining, and our indentured server, Tarragon. Uh, I mean, the, the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> indentured? Yeah, you know, when you're old, you get dentures. Oh, wait, that's me. Damn it. You mean when you turn 40? Yeah, like when you turn... Damn it. ZZ Urban Spaceman, Archie Deal Wizard, was nice enough to send me a screenshot of the top 10 from February, which of course is a shortened month, so less time to get stuff done. Like completions. Like completions. Got him. Uh, In order of points scored... You scored less than us? Oh my god. (laughs) You get delirious at this time and I shut the f*** up. NBA Kirkland was number one. I was number two. Enigma, Enigma, Enigma Gamer 77 was number three. Kingsman was number four. Chipapa number five. Reset 42, six. Mark B, seven. High Road V2 number eight. Freshy Fresh nine. And Saucy Slingo number ten. Uh, last month, they instituted hard difficulty RTDL, but I believe they have taken that away and now have a super easy mode. So... I believe NBA Kirkland for some reason joined the super easy mode this month. So his What's super max easy total mode? his max total was sixty nine fifty five last month and it's something like three thousand this month now. Oh, and wow. he's been playing nothing but baby games. Um I actually had the most unlocks twenty two and Kirkland and Kingsman had eighteen. Um Wow, you got twenty two achievements? I got twenty two and the ones I didn't get were uh Monkey Island two. I needed to play through that. And that would have been easy, only like three or four hours with a guide, but I just didn't get around to it. Uh, Burn Out Paradise, Burn Out Paradise, excuse me, needed to find all the billboards, which takes a lot longer than I anticipated. I did start that, but didn't get to finish. And then there was a WWE one where I had to go through the whole career that I didn't get around to either. Funnily enough, for this month, the first achievement <laughs> I went for was uh, Sunset Overdrive. <laughs> Uh, which I had said last month is something that comes up on RTDL and I play a little bit of. Anyway, in Sunset Overdrive, I got the achievement for Crash Landing. It's for destroying 25 Fisco blimps just because you can. It's worth a delicious 10G. (laughs) Why does it have to be delicious? Because I am hungry. Okay. I haven't eaten in two hours. I'm getting delirious now. Um, 
To get this achievement, you just have to boot up glider challenge number one, quickly blow up a blimp, and then exit out, abandon the challenge, and do it over again. You could do that 25 times pretty quickly in about, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes. And because it's Sunset Overdrive, it has a 4.25 ratio. Will you just finish this game? <laughs> no, I'll get one achievement a month. That works for me. Chin, do me a favor. Rig his RTDL list. All 25 achievements from Sunset. I would play it then for sure. I'll give you a dollar. Uh, looking forward to this month. I got uh, some doozies. I have the last achievement I need in Undertow, which is a seriously type achievement. You got <laughs> 10,000 kills. And once you do everything naturally, you have about 1,000 kills. So that'll be some fun grinding. I should be doing that like on, during the podcast, like some other people that are playing games right now. Bad. Like Nate, who went to the bathroom to play Gears Pop. Or Gears Wouldn't Poop. Doubt it. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I can't get into the freaking game. Why don't you tweet them? Oh, I do. You know I do. Wait, you what happened? To it, like two minutes after. What I happened? Them. It's not letting me into the game. Did you try the phone and on PC? I did. Were you banned? No, it says it will not connect to Xbox Live. Now it's your back. Why don't you give us a, a Gamertag Challenge roundup? All right. So with the Gamertag Challenge for February was Eliphalet 77. Uh, we had several participants. We had several completions of the letter or of the uh, Gamertag. Let's just call it 10, 10 completions. Um, and the challenges were to uh, the, the first bonus, the game bonus was to get a completion in uh, Hollow Knight or to get a single achievement in Hollow Knight. And we had five, four entries, sorry, four entries in Hollow Knight. Uh, I don't believe any of them were completions. <laughs> I think they were all uh, achievements earned. Um, then our bonus bonus was to get uh, achievements that had the letters E-L-I somewhere in the achievement title. Now you could get uh, single or plural versions of words as long as uh, they were unique you could get them one time only. And our max bonus amount was 34. Uh, Reset 42 turned in 34. Oh, that's wrong. Nope, that's wrong. Sorry, scratch that. (laughs) Our max bonus was 12. And Reset 42 turned in 12 achievements with ELI distinct words. Wow. uh, Containing ELI in the achievement title. Uh, and he was by far the highest there. Followed up by Carpe Adam, who turned in a respectable eight. And AZ Mongoose with six. And then we had a couple people with threes and twos and ones. Um, in case you were wondering, the most commonly used word was feeling or feelings. And there were, I want to say, ten. 10 instances turned in of feeling or feelings. Uh, so we had 25 unique words with 18 duplicates and 10 of them were feeling. They were feeling it. Yes. So our highest draw value uh, was reset 42 with 34 entries. And we'll go ahead and we will roll now to see who wins. And our winner is facial floor. Yay. Good job, Let's, buddy. You win. Good job, Facial of Floor. Now, Facial of Floor did complete the gamer tag 
and he got the 10 bonus. So he won with a score of 21. Nice. Remind, yeah, just a reminder, you don't have to complete the gamer tag, Fug. Uh, and you don't have to do all the extra challenges, Fug. You can just do a little bit and mark them at the end of the month to get some entries, Fug. <laughs> all right, well. Speaking of that, uh, in Dude. March is your chance, Fug, to turn those in. And our gamer... <laughs> Go ahead. What do you think, Kenny? No, I was just about to say, uh, what's the, what's the gamer tag for March? But yeah, go ahead, continue. No, I like that. The gamer tag for March is Skeptical Mario, and he has chosen the game Chariot. The bonus, we actually let him choose the bonus as well, and he chose to preload. Surprise, surprise. Who would have now, thunk it? This this gets to be a little bit questionable. So the way this is going to work is some games have some achievement tracking. And some of those send that information back to TA. So it's not every game. Um, so what you're looking for are games on TA that track progress to the achievement. And you'll see that by a, I think it's a green bar at the bottom of the achievement uh, when you're looking specifically at the achievement. Or if you're looking at the game, you can see that some achievements have this progress bar. Your goal to get the bonus bonus is to get the most achievements you can up to 90 percent and above but to not complete them in the month of march and to not complete them until after we've run the draw for the month if you complete <laughs> them at the time that we do the draw they'll be invalid and it'll de- decrease your bonus chances there's a little convoluted but it is very much a mario bonus very much a mario bonus and one uh, i think uh kingsman i think asked the question uh no actually it was kirkland kirkland asked the question can the bonus be preloaded or does it have to all be earned in the month of March? And the answer is anything. It could be anything. You could have earned this, not your 90% last month or a year ago, just as long as the achievement is currently sitting at 90% or above and is not completed at the time we perform the draw for March. Those will all count. Perfect bonus for him. I'm very curious to see how many people or see how many of these that people do. Yeah, the problem is it's it's not a stat that you can search on TA. So I've actually mentioned that in the TA feedback channel. Uh, and maybe we'll see something from that. Uh, I, I feel like if it's something that, hmm. you know, something that's cool. reported back to TA that is, you know, lets you know how close you are to getting an achievement. I feel like that should be something that should be searchable somehow, like filterable or something. I don't know. I mean, it's data that they have. It sort of feels like you should be able to get at it other than just looking at a page and, and trying to find it that way. Everyone go into TA feedback ch- uh, channel in, our, in the Discord. Have a get at it. Have a what? Have it get added. That's a, I, know, I realize oh, okay. I said that very wrong. It's late. The mind's starting to slip more than it already has. So speaking of Mario... Corey, I know you want to talk about some stupid contest or whatever he's doing. All right. So you first of all, it's you not real. watch your mouth, bud. This Ten is a real contest. Real streaks. This is a real streak, and we have some real participants going on. It's AC Mongoose, myself, Mister GameStop, aka Free Giaro. <laughs> Facial the floor. We all have two points in Street King. P Tart TX. 
uh, Skeptical Mario, J Black, Hack and Pwn, and Kronos all have one point in Street King. So if you're not familiar with the contest, we are tracking 10 day streaks. You need to get at least 10 days to pop that milestone. And then you need to break it at some point, ideally on that 11th day, in order to maximize the amount of 10 day streaks that you can get in 2020. Now, I was supposed to kill my streak today. I had a perfect streak of 10 day streaks, but GTask did not let me do that. And so, well, I don't know when I'm going to kill my streak this time. So, wow, you screwed it up. I didn't screw it up. GTAS screwed it up. Uh, then you have the opportunity. So, and this is not like a, you sign up and then it starts. If you happen to have been getting 10 day streaks before you can sign up and those will retroactively be added, uh, up until the contest start date, which was like February 10th or something like that. Uh, Mario is tracking that. If you want to be added, just ping him in discord and you will be a part of that. I want to be a part of you, and you want to be a part of me. Well, we did skip one section. That was the G-Task 2020 Eliminations. So just real quick, sad, sad departure of Darkwing 1232. He has been eliminated from the G-Task individual competition. Rip. You had a a good run. What place did he finish in? I don't know. Oh, okay. Good job. He did it for the team, though. His team, I think, made that really crappy bonus of like all matching, and uh, he said that they worked really hard on that. So he he took the L on the individual side, so they could keep going there. So major props to Darkwing. Where does that leave us, Mister Fufu? That leaves us with the no, Patreon I'm looking, drawing. I'm looking, I'm looking. 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 Are you talking he finished, about? How many he finished left? in fifty eighth no. place. Wow, that's really good. So there are 55 people left. And what the fuck? What the fuck was number 55 right on the line? Out of how many? Well, uh, let me go to period one. All right, I'm clicking on period one, and it looks like 1,000. No, scratch that. 2,108 people started. Wow. <laughs> good job. It's a very good run. All right. Well, we handed out the prize for the Gamer Tag Challenge. Now let's go on and hand out the prize. For the very much coveted Patreon drawing. And the winner of the Patreon for the month of March of 2020 is... Nice. Free malicious. Freem of wheat. Freemsicle. Freem, when you hear this in two months, contact (laughs) Kenny. (laughs) No one tell him. We should give him until (laughs) June 1st. Oh man, I, I think you're gonna be the first person I actually do just have to give the code to, or else you're not, you're never gonna hear it. Well, there might be inflation by the time he hears this. <laughs> Free, you get, you win the prize for the Patreon drawing. Um, if you want to be included in next month's drawing, just look us up on Patreon, Achievement Hunting One Hundred One. We have a one dollar tier and a five dollar tier. The five dollar tier will get you into this drawing as well as fabulous, fabulous other Discord-related perks. Like what, Corey? You ask me that every time. It's a color and a picture (laughs) and a secret (laughs) channel. 
I know it. The people, there's a lot of new listeners. Hundreds. Millions. So yeah, you get a little personalization in our server uh, that you can't get otherwise. So You get an emoji icon for yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't think you mentioned this, but um, we have a private room, <laughs> and they get a, the color of their choice, their name. Mm-hmm. Totally didn't mention either, though. Oh, boy, Corey's getting sleepy now. First he was delirious, now he's just sleepy. Proclamation point. Let's do it. Take it away, Corey. Four completions. There he are took none. It away. He took it away. What was it? Was it 65 and... There was like four different ones. They weren't <clears throat> numbers that we usually give. Oh, my gosh. So we can just skip Kenny. on to that. Kenny got his 65th and 70th completions. There you go. No completions since November. Then he hit two milestones for completions. Good he has job, Kenny. Two, he has two stacks of Skyrim and 68 rats. Good job. Well, for completion percentage, he did not erase those, and we have Fighter Chip <laughs> at fifty-two percent completion percentage. Spanky and Sprockle at fifty-seven percent. Mitrial B sixty-one percent. Ragnarok 72 percent, and Reptar on Ice three thousand at eighty-five percent completion. Nice, That's pretty good for a drummer. <laughs> Wow, did you just type to me the most useless member of a band? Oh, my gosh. He's a drummer, not a bassist. Oh. For ratio, Kingsman is has a ratio of 1.9. And for the streaks, what the fuck, is at a 250-day achievement win streak. Prue is on a four-year achievement win streak. But that's not the best there is, because NBA Kirkland is on a five-year achievement win streak. That... Is quite crazy. In fighter chip rocker dude facial floor nerve bullet Shasha morning J Black K Boo seventy three Sims have pickle Mario and B Smith have all hit ten day win streaks. Not real win streaks. Good job, guys. Rocker dude, eleven thousand achievements. Nice. Mm-hmm. J Black, twelve thousand achievements. And Wakabel says no, twelve thousand is not enough. We doubled that. 24,000 achievements. <laughs> you like my Waka accent, right? Pretty good. It's a dead, dead <laughs> on. <laughs> Couldn't you tell? Waka Pell, and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. <laughs> <laughs> I want to drink your blood. Uh, gamer score. <clears throat> Fresh 336669 has 350,000 gamer score. And in TA score, what the fuck, has 700,000 TA score. And Buffs also has 700,000 TA score. Tropan has reached 800,000 true achievement score, and Chin Doctor is at 1.4 million true achievement score. Way to go, Chin Doctor. All right. In the crazy leaderboards, we have Z Big L in the top 20 of the New York completed games of beat em ups. Well, I, I, guess, I guess Spider Man, friend or foe, put me in the illustrious top 20 in New York. I'll take it. Fufu Cuddly Poof is in the top 5,000 gamer score for shmups. No, it's not a real leaderboard position. Don't read it. Oh, shoot. Sick burn, Foof. Sick burn. That's a round number, unlike the other ones. Yeah, but there's only 5,000 people track for shoot 'em ups. Black Buff is in the top 10 of Minnesota quotas for simulation games. 
thought that said stimulation. We can't be talking about that. <laughs> Rocker, dude. No, it's like all the hosts. He's in the top 50 for the TA leaderboard for Vayner's. Nice. What put you over there? Oh, the the massager? <clears throat> messenger. Oh, the messenger. <laughs> uh, uh, Steam Steam World Sorry, Day I was two. thinking about stimulation again. I, I apologize. <clears throat> yeah, I'm on position 49, looking to overtake number 46 here very, very soon. <laughs> and we'll we see. have some birthdays. We'll Besides moi, we had a Mighty Mango. Had a birthday on February 26th, and totally Chris Bix did March 2nd, <laughs> which is still today. So happy birthday, buddy. Now, come to the Discord or you're not real. Just saying. <laughs> uh, on last week's episode, I made a offhand comment uh, that if... Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what that if list you is. PM me with the word Trevor... You would get nothing, and that is true. You're going to get nothing, but I will shout you out on the podcast anyway. So in order, the five people that PM'd me with the word Trevor were Carpe Adam, J Black, Doughboy, Kronos, and Saucy Slingo, who did it today and said, oh, am I the winner? And I'm like, no. You're just getting to this today? <laughs> no. But I will offer you some advice that I've never offered you before. The Patriots suck. Those are my words of wisdom for Saucy Slingo. And I hope that he washes hands at PAX East because I, he definitely doesn't wash his beard. So hopefully he at least washes his hand. <laughs> A lot of fecal matter in, in beards. All right. Well, it's that time of week again for Nate to get a question wrong. It oh. is Xbox trivia. Oh, I forgot about this. I always See. forget about this. We're trying to... <laughs> si, senor. Question for this week. Which of these games were not a part of the Xbox One launch? All right. Googling. Show me no your hands. Googling. Was it A, Dead Rising 3, B, Killer Instinct, C, Rise, or D, Titanfall? Easy. That one's easy. That We've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, let's hear them again. Oh, come on. Is it A, Dead Rising 3, B, Killer Instinct, C, Rise, or D, Titanfall? Come on, man. Throw on your softball here. Do the window stacks count? <laughs> Are they raiding any tombs? Oh, my gosh. All right. Are they your final answers? Yes. All right. So, Corey and L have both guessed <laughs> D, Titanfall. Nate. And Nate guess B, Killer Instinct. Oh, wait. The correct answer is D, Titanfall. That's not how I remember it. <laughs> so the only reason I know that is because I bought the Titanfall bundle. To, that's how I got into the Xbox One. And that came out in March. But Killer Instinct, I do not remember being a launch title. <laughs> Well, actually, X the Hero on this very podcast always talks about how he got an Xbox That's One right, just for Killer does. Instinct. Um, yeah, and Rise and Dead Rising 3 had the uh, Day One editions, which was such a cool idea that they just stopped doing. <sighs> and uh, yes, I remember also I bought Titanfall physically at a midnight launch at Best Buy. So, Is yeah. that the last midnight launch you went to? 
probably uh Nate. It was right before they announced the uh sharing stuff, game sharing. So, I remember playing Titanfall I want to say 360 before the Titanfall 1 version came out. So that's, that's where my memory was going. So you have the actual Xbox One launch titles, and that's the end. Th- Titanfall was not on there. Titanfall came out very shortly afterwards. Yeah, you say so. Uh, no, hold on. Um, Titanfall 360 actually came out a little less than a month after the Xbox One version for whatever reason. <laughs> weird. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, so I'm looking at the IGN list of the games. And the games that you can play on your Xbox One, Assassin's Creed 4, Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghosts, Crimson Dragon, Dead Rising 3, FIFA 14, Fighter Within, I have no idea what that is, Forza Forza Motorsport 5, Just Dance 2014, Killer Instinct, Lego Marvel Super Heroes, Loco Cycle, Madden NFL 25, NBA 2K14, Need for Speed Rivals, Parastar Golf, Rise, Skylanders, Xbox Fitness, Zoo Tycoon, and Zumba Fitness. And the funny thing is that kind of launch is a thing of the past. We will never experience a launch with such, I want to say lackluster, but such a low amount of games that your kids will never experience that. Which is a good thing. Well, yeah, it's good. You want to be able to play your games whenever, whatever that you bought, even if it was 20 years ago. That it is. All right. Well, with that, we are done. If you want to get in contact with us, <laughs> you can send us a Twitter tweet on the Twitter, at Achievements101. Be, f- be sure to follow us on t- Mixer, Twitch, YouTube, or I, AH101 Discord link is discord.io slash AH101 and if you want to be a part of the drawing for next month and you can help us out monetarily, monetarily patreon.com slash achievement hunting 101 for those of you that are sports ball fans be sure to come into our discord check out the sports ball channel we have a link in there so we can fill out some uh some college basketball brackets we have a little friendly competition in the age 101 community and also baseball season is upon us if you have any interest in doing a fantasy baseball league please uh send me a message or at me in the discord or, or whatever get in contact me i would really like to set one up I've never done one before, so this would just be kind of fun. There may be a buy-in. Maybe if there is, it's small. It'll be small, no more than ten bucks. Uh, that way, you know, the winners get something. But like I said, just for fun, we don't have many people signed up. So if you have any interest in it, please let me know. I would love to do one. And one last little tidbit of housekeeping before we get before class is actually dismissed. I know some of you out there like to listen on YouTube and you've had to go to other platforms or you are going to be listening to this this show late because YouTube uploads go up late. I am sorry with that. 
uh, just to kind of explain what's going on because of all the new uh, updates with YouTube recently, third party apps and software does not automatically connect with Podbean, which is our podcasting host. And because of that, the, the video has to be uploaded separately. And because it has to be uploaded separately, it doesn't automatically go up. I tend to forget to have to upload it. So if you are one of those that like listening to it on YouTube, I am sorry for the slow releases on the past few. I will try to do better for the viewers, for the viewers. But with that class dismissed, see you next week. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Kush Moose, and I've got an Achievement Hunting 101 game review for Iconoclasts for you today. Uh, the developer is Joachim Sandberg, who is a solo dev. It took him 10 years to make this game. The publisher is Bifrost Entertainment. The genre is Metroidvania and platformer, so now you know why I'm reviewing it. Uh, it's 19.99 in the store right now, but we received a code for review purposes, and we have one to give away uh, a little bit later. It's got 1,000 gamer score, 3,251 TA at the time that I played it. That number has gone down to 3,247. The game has cross-save uh, enabled. You can play on the Xbox or the PC, although I primarily played on the PC. Uh, there are 11 achievements, and they all end in 5 or 0. And the game will probably take about 20 to 25 hours if you're playing it for enjoyment, if you're just using a guide, you can cut that down a little bit. Uh, but this is not a short and easy completion. Just just a warning for you. A full completion of this game will require you two playthroughs. Ideally, the first will be your 100% collectible run on your difficulty of choice, followed by a second playthrough. And the difficulty modes for your first playthrough are relaxed, where you take no damage and man that's got to be a dull playthrough. Uh, standard or hard. Uh, after you complete the game your first time, you'll unlock challenge mode, and you could use New Game Plus uh, to make that challenge mode a little bit easier. I believe there's a point of no return at the end of the game, but if you juggle two save slots, you should be fine. Uh, just for reference, my first playthrough without a guide took roughly 16 hours. Description of the game from the website, it says, Robin just wants to be a mechanic and help people, but without a license, she's a sinner in mother's eyes. Ever since picking up her wrench, the world has been going nuts, and she's wanted to bolt it back together. Now penance is raining down on everyone she loves, and one concern, agents are after her. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you play as a mechanic, and there's a lot of faux religion uh, stuff going on here, and there's a lot of dialogue and a lot of story, and... For me, it became a little bit too much to follow, um, and mostly I was just playing it for the combat, um, the exploration, and you know, solving environmental puzzles and mini-boss uh, fights. So uh, that was what drew me to the game. Uh, speaking of dialogue, um, there are numerous times during cutscenes uh, and interactions with other characters where you'll be prompted to reply, and you'll have a couple different choices. Those don't matter. So whatever you pick doesn't really affect the game, so go ahead and do what you like. Uh, it is not going to cause you to have to play a second time. It's not going to cause you to miss out on anything, as far as I can tell. Um, speaking of the gameplay, you primarily attack with a wrench. So you have a wrench melee attack, and you can do a direct strike with that, or you can interact with the environment by holding 
the wrench attack button down and your wrench will spin. And that can be used to deflect certain uh, projectile attacks. It can also be used to power up certain uh, items in the environment. It'll be used to solve puzzles, open doors, things like that. Um, there's also a downward smash move, which you use a little bit. Uh, and then there's three guns. You'll start out with one, but you'll be able to pick up the next two uh, as you progress through the game. The first one is just a basic gun with a charge shot. Uh, it's just a larger charge shot. You have a bomb gun that uh, charges uh, and shoots a missile. And then you have a wave beam with a charge shot, which just shoots a crazy wave beam. Uh, it also has the functionality of allowing you to switch places with purple objects. seems like they're always purple. Maybe it works on other objects, too. Uh, this is used for combat. This is also used to solve environmental puzzles. Now, all of these weapons can be used to damage some enemies, but then there are other enemies that are invulnerable to all but one weapon, and there's certain phases of boss fights where certain weapons are the only weapon you can use or that do damage, or uh, they're the most efficient weapon to do damage. And that's kind of the fun of these types of games, figuring all that out. Uh, and you can research this online, you can watch videos, you can go to guides. This game has been out for a while on Steam, and I think Steam actually has the best resources right now uh, in terms of maps and in terms of solutions uh, or to questions that other people have asked about the game as they're playing through. Uh, you have three slots for tweaks, and tweaks are augmentations that you can make to your character. They're not permanent. You can swap them in and out. They let you do things like run faster, hold your breath underwater longer. Uh, they make your weapons more powerful. Sometimes they alert you. There's one that alerts you to secrets in the room. So if there's a hidden wall or a chest or something, you can't see it. Uh, the secret will give you some sort of notification that there is a secret in that room to be found. Uh, and you will eventually unlock a double jump. So, yes, it's a Metroidvania with no double jump until you unlock it. And it is something that you have to sacrifice a slot to have. Um, you can change these out at save points. You can't change them out mid-level. You do have to get to a save point, um, and then you can modify those sorts of things. Uh, you build tweaks at a completely different type of point. There's like a, a desk typically near a save point um, where you can construct tweaks with uh, various minerals or various materials that you found throughout your uh, your travels you'll be able to construct basic tweaks right from the start more advanced tweaks kind of specialty tweaks will be available after you've discovered the schematic to make them those can be in chess they can be rewards from side quests and that's how you find those and they give you kind of the more unique power-ups the normal you can have up to three of those tweaks. So you could have three speed tweaks. You could have three iron heart tweaks that allow you to take a little bit more damage before. It's basically a shield, an overshield, before you actually start taking damage. And speaking of secrets, the publisher has given us a code to give away. Uh, and we're going to give that to the first person who enters the correct phrase in the brand new hashtag secret password channel. Uh, and you're going to be using all of the letters in the title of the game, Iconoclasts. Your clue is betting animals. Okay, so the people that only listen to the beginning and the end will have missed out on that, and you've got a head start. You'll be doing lots of trekking back and forth. There's a fast travel um, from special rooms in each area, but 
before you can get to those, you have to unlock them. So you have to figure out where they are. Sometimes that's locked by you don't have the right weapon or item that allow you to get to that area, or it's just behind a hidden wall uh, and you have yet to discover it. But once you unlock those, you can travel between zones. Eh, you still have to run to them once you're in the zone, so it's not the best travel. Uh, you will be doing a little bit of back and track even after you've unlocked those. All right, let's talk achievements. There are 11 achievements, and they're primarily progression-based, with the exception of two secret bosses. These secret bosses are only available after you've progressed far enough in the story and you've completed specific side quests. Um, Steam, once again, will help you with that if you don't run across them naturally. Um, specific achievements I'd like to highlight are Boku Booty, and that's for getting all chests in one playthrough. The Sleuth Tweak that I mentioned before, that help you find secrets, will help you uh, if you don't want to follow a guide, so if you want to do it mostly on your own uh, and not steal all your fun with a guide, you can use that to make it a little bit easier. Um, then there is the Multi-Tool Achievement for making all of the main tweaks. And if you are doing the Boku booty and you're opening all the chests, you will have all the materials. You actually have more materials than you need uh, to make all of the tweaks. Uh, you will get this very close to the end of the game because the last tweak that you need is, I think, uh, last two tweaks you need are owned or rewards from defeating those two special secret bosses. And finally, the last achievement I'd like to highlight is called One Hit Wonder for beating challenge mode. Uh, that challenge mode is unlocked by beating the game your first time. So it's not available right from the start. I would recommend that you play the game on normal and switch to relaxed if a particular boss or puzzle, you know, room puzzle, boss puzzle is giving you a hard time. I did that actually for two bosses that were just driving me nuts. Uh, and then start a new game plus mode on the challenge difficulty. Uh, the ch challenge mode, uh, is different from the other modes in that you'll die in one hit. So if you're starting from scratch on challenge mode, you're not doing new game plus, it's going to be a little bit harder because one hit and you're dead. Now this is a little easier with new game plus because you can start out with three iron hearts or two iron hearts and the double jump to kind of help uh, you speed through that second playthrough. Unlike other game modes, the only way to repair your tweaks is to activate them or to activate save stations. Um, so it's, it's definitely a challenge and it might be a deal breaker for completionists. Now, if you're interested in the fact that this was all done, you know, the programming, the art, the music was all done by one person, you may want to follow the link to the official site from TA for the game. Uh, and there's an interview with the developer and it's very interesting, uh, especially if you like Metroidvania and indie development. It's a fun little, uh, fun little interview. Um, he describes this game as a mashup of Metroid Fusion and Monster World 4. And after watching uh, some awesome games done quick footage of Monster World 4, I'd say it seems pretty accurate. The, the art style uh, is a little bit tighter. Monster World 4 is kind of larger sprites. Um, this is a little bit smaller, a little bit more detailed. Um, and uh, yeah, I'd say that's an accurate comparison. I really enjoyed my time uh, with Iconoclasts, and I would recommend it to anyone that likes Metroidvanias, platformers, and challenging gameplay. Um, the I would recommend that you don't do the relaxed mode the entire time. You're, it's just going to be a grind and a chore. Uh, you should really only play this game if you're intending to uh, play it on normal and 
possibly go back uh, for the challenge uh, achievement and the full completion. So once again, the game was Iconoclast. The developer was Joachim Sandberg. The publisher was Bifrost Entertainment. Thanks again to them for the code for review and the code to give away. Hello, Wakapail here, presenting one of, if not the most inflated Xbox game, Lonely Mountains Downhill. This kickstarted Game Pass cycling gem has over 24,000 starters on TA, but barely 800 of them has unlocked the second bike, available halfway through the game's four mountains, which has four trails each, for a total of 16 trails. While each trail is less than 5 minutes, a completion will require at least 7 runs on each trail, likely more if you don't succeed at first, making the completion slightly grindy and the completion estimate on TA is around 30 hours. If you do the math, all of Lonely Mountain's achievements can be earned in 10 hours, but that is not going to happen, as you'll need to get acquainted with each level to effectively complete them. The game is not very difficult, but it does require you to learn the layout of each trail, as well as some shortcuts. Some of the shortcuts are obvious, while others feel like you are breaking the game. Lonely Mountains Downhill was released on the 23rd of October 2019, with 47 achievements worth 1000 game score and currently just over 12,000 TA, making it the 17th highest ratio game on TA, sandwiched between Trackmania Turbo and the also way easier than the ratio suggests Lichtspear Double Spear Edition. If Lonely Mountain had not been in Game Pass, I doubt it would even have a ratio of 3. Maybe most of the players agreed with your likely first achievement, it's all downhill from here, which is technically true, but the game is actually really good. The colorful graphics might be having a low polygon count, but it makes the path easy to read and combined with a musicless soundscape creates a surprisingly atmospheric game. While it is just you and your bike racing down mountain trails with very little wildlife on screen, some noises are genuinely terrifying, especially during the night levels. The bear noises unsettled me more than most horror games, mainly because I wasn't expecting them. The controls are simple, right trigger to pedal, left trigger to brake, right stick to steer left and right, and pedal faster with A. There is no randomness to the gameplay, but pulling off exactly the same maneuver twice is not easy, as the controls are very sensitive. There are two kinds of challenges, either time restrictions or number of crash restrictions, well three kinds if you count combinations thereof. There are six bikes to choose from, with only the grasshopper unlocked at first, which is arguably the worst bike, even if I'd say the high-speed death trap javelin is the worst. The second bike you unlock is called Pacebreaker, and it is good enough for most speed challenges, even if I prefer the sturdier but slightly slower Trailblazer. The Euronimo is the slowest but sturdiest bike in the game, and my personal favorite, as it allows you to use some real trail-breaking shortcuts. One of the trails can be completed in less than a third of the distance using the Euronimo, using ridiculous shortcuts compared to following the actual trail. The Boar is supposedly great at driving rough terrain, and it is, as long as you don't hit a pebble or another small bump which will send you flying off your bike. Unlocking bikes 
can be a bit of a pain as it requires you to beat certain challenges. However, the Steam version has been patched with a few changes, making it easier to unlock the bikes you want as well as track which bike has completed which trail. I don't know when or if this update will hit the Xbox version but I assume it will soon. Every trail has seven tiers of challenges. Practice, beginner, expert, free ride, night ride practice, night ride beginner and night free ride. At the moment each tier has to be completed before getting access to the next one. But that will change in the later update, allowing you to finish free ride before the expert challenges. To unlock a new trail, you have to complete a specific beginner challenge. Since there are achievements tied to completing each trail with each bike, I recommend doing each trail's practice run with the grasshopper as soon as you unlock the trail. Then use the pace breaker or trailblazer to complete the beginner challenges. Right now you'll have to keep track of which trail you've completed with which bike. You just have to cross the finish line, not complete the challenge. However, I do not think a ride counts if you skip a checkpoint. Some challenges have bike restrictions which will prevent you to pick the bike you'd like. But if you're going for the added challenges, you can disable certain challenges allowing you to decide which bike to use. I very much enjoy the game and did not use any guides besides for finding the 16 resting places, which is crazily inflated and gives a massive score boost requiring little time or skill once you have the trails unlocked. There is one 30 game score achievement per mountain giving you around 300 TA each. You'll likely get most of the crashing with objects achievements by playing the game, but if you don't, certain checkpoints allows you to crash within seconds, making hitting 100 cactuses, 500 trees and even 1000 rocks surprisingly fast. Just be aware that these do not unlock mid-run. You either have to finish the run or quit to the menu for the achievement tracker to update. You can hit 100 cactuses in less than 5 minutes at the right checkpoint, which is an achievement with a ratio of 12. The ratios are super inflated. While some skill and practice is required, it is far from difficult and the ratios are unfathomably high. I'm certain they will drop over time but don't know where they will end up. Being a fairly unique game, the learning curve is slightly steep but once it clicks most of the challenges are trivial and just a matter of time to grind through. A few time requirements are slightly difficult but using a few shortcuts the time requirements are often very generous. It helps that the time resets at every checkpoint, allowing you to crash as much as you like as long as the time is not coupled with a crash requirement. The biggest challenge will be the free rides and especially the night free ride as they are checkpointless runs which start over from the beginning if you crash. Fortunately you can use this to your advantage and bypass huge chunks of the trails or in some cases simply switch trails to an easier one as all trails lead to the same finish line. Lonely Mountains Downhill is not a quick game but it drip feeds high value achievements allowing you to stay in G-Tasked for weeks with the end game offering a massive preloadable score boost. Just before recording I wrapped up the game earning 4 achievements worth 180 game score and 3600 TA in 20 minutes allowing me to pay little attention to G-Tasked for the rest of the period. Personally, 
I very much enjoyed the game, but it took a few hours before I warmed up to it. I loved finding silly shortcuts and figuring out the surprisingly varied bikes. The brutal and sometimes hilarious ragdoll animations when crashing also eased the pain of failing. What I did not enjoy was the night levels. These are mostly easy, but they are just no fun. The day levels are very readable, but the darkness makes the same levels way less enjoyable as you sometimes have to rely on your memory, as you can't see very much. Only good thing about the night levels was the massive TA score. Oh, and the terrifying bear. Have a nice day, everyone.